Okay, so today's podcast is just honestly really nitty gritty, down and dirty tips to grow your business as a work at home mom. And, you know, this really is not a podcast specifically dedicated towards moms, or it's not a podcast about productivity or like systems or like how to run your house, like those kind of things. Like, if you're looking for that, I have a friend I will send you to her. But as a business owner, as a entrepreneur, like, and as a mom, like there's specific things that I have to do that if you're a work at home mom, or even just a mom in general, you're going to have to do things differently than, you know, I would have if I had started this business when I was 22. So in this podcast, I'm going to walk you through some very tangible tips on how to run your business, how to grow your business as a work at home mom and still maintain your sanity because let's be honest, if it's not fun, if it's not something that's sustainable, if it's not something that you can maintain your joy while you're doing it, like mm, I'm probably peacing out. So listen in, be prepared to take notes, do some heart checks and go ahead and share this with a friend if you're like, oh, I bet you this is going to help them. So let's dig in. Welcome to Jumpstart Your Dreams. I am Faith Hannon, Jesus lover, business growth coach, content strategist, barrel racer, worship leader, wrangler of tiny humans, and champion of your God-given dreams. If you are finally ready to feel confident pursuing your God-given dreams, know Jesus more, and learn how to market and actually grow your business without losing your mind, then tell the dog to quit barking, grab a notepad and that third cup of coffee, and listen in for some shoot you straight, visionary, and practical tips to get you the breakthrough you've been looking for. So, funny story. I literally cannot even tell you how many times my husband and I have looked at each other and been like, why didn't we have all of this figured out? Why didn't we really, you know, start pursuing our passions like we are now before we had kids. Because sometimes like I used to think I was busy before I had kids. And this is not knocking anybody who doesn't have kids. Like I would have told you that I was busy before I had kids. But now that I have two small children, I'm like, oh my goodness, what did I even do (laughs) with all of my time before I had kids? And I love kids. I love being a mom. I have always wanted to be a mom. But those babies take time y'all it's like they they don't just feed themselves they don't take care of themselves they take time and I love that I love 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 pouring into my children I really do I really love being a mom but I also love pursuing my god-given dreams I love business I love marketing I love growing a business I love helping other Christians grow their business so the blending of the two has been a journey okay and I know there's so many of y'all that are you know building a business with kids in the mix and it's a thing it's a thing that we have to learn how to do okay so I know that there's a lot of y'all that you know, you're working, work at home moms who they're either, you're either working at home, like just out of sheer necessity, like you have to. Um, I, I started this business out of a passion and wanting to use my God given gifts and be obedient. But I know so many of y'all are just like it's pure survival mode. Like you have to work at home 
full-time with the kids. If you are a single mom, like huge props to you. Like I, I have thought lots of times like that. You, you guys are the real superheroes, but even if you're a single mom, I do believe that some of these tips will help. I'm not a single mom. I am married and I have a very, very supportive husband and a very, very supportive, helpful mom that lives nearby. So don't listen to my stuff and listen to my advice and get mad about like, oh my gosh, I could do that if I had her stuff. Like, you know what? You have your life and your situation and God is going to be faithful to bless you and help you where you're at. And I have my life and my situation and God is faithful to bless me and help me where I'm at. So don't get all irritated or frustrated or discouraged because your life doesn't look like my life. And I'm not going to get frustrated because my life doesn't look like your life. Okay. We each have a grace for our season and for our calling. So as you listen to these tips, I want you to listen to them like that. And maybe just ask God, like, okay, God, how can I apply this in my life? How can I run my business better with my situation? Because I truly believe that God wants to bless you and help you where you're at because he wants you to fulfill the gifts and callings that you have on your life. Okay. Okay. The first tip that I have for you is this numero uno, have a dedicated work block. Now, I haven't always done this. I have tried to work what I call in the cracks. Like, oh, the kids are entertained for like five minutes. I'm going to whip out an email. Oh, the kids are doing this for a little bit. I'm going to like try to write a blog. Oh, the kids are like doing this. So I'm going to do this, which, um, (laughs) doesn't really work. (laughs) It kind of maybe sort of worked ish for my daughter when she was tiny, but like y'all boys are a whole nother ball game. That does not work. Does not work at all for anything that requires a deep thinking. So I have figured out how to have a dedicated work block. And I very intentionally do not try to do major quote, deep thinking work with my kids loose and awake and running around. Like now there are some things that I will do while the kids are running around and playing or whatever. And they're up and, you know, just doing their things and (laughs) running around (laughs) and playing chase or whatever they happen to be doing at the moment. And I have a list of tasks, you know, sometimes I actually write them down, like a list of tasks, like, okay, I can do this with the kids awake. For the most part, I have my workflow. So streamlined that I don't have to do that. But if you're just starting out, like figure out which tasks you can do with the kids playing, like which tasks, which tasks don't require a ton of brain power that if you got interrupted, you're not going to have to be restarting a thousand times. But for the most part, I am a firm, firm, firm believer in having a dedicated work block because when we get sidetracked, when we get interrupted, like it takes so much effort for our brains to re-engage. And especially if you're somebody that is trying to earn a full-time or a close to full-time wage in part-time hours, like your work hours have to be extremely focused and extremely productive for the most part right now in my life and my business. I work anywhere between 10 hours a week to 15. There have been weeks that I've worked 20 hours a week and those are like a little much, but right now my current work hours revolve around my kids' nap times. Nap times are absolutely sacred in our house, absolutely sacred for a myriad of reasons, but I don't try to do a lot of work when my kids are awake. I try to be a fully present mom when my kids are awake and I try to be like fully engaged in my work when they are sleeping or when somebody else is watching them. Now, if your kids don't nap, (laughs) I'm going to say a little prayer for you right now (laughs) because naps are just like 
Oh, I love naps. Naps are so good for all of the things. But if your kids don't nap, you're going to have to get a little creative. All right. Um, if here are some ideas for work blocks. Let me just throw, the, throw this out there, like different ideas for work blocks. If your kids don't nap one, like plan stuff with your spouse. If your husband gets home at a certain time, be like, all right, can you watch the kids from this time to this time? And let me smash out some work. Great. Maybe your husband works like 90 hours a week and that's just not realistic. Okay. Do you have a friend who also has kids and she has a side hustle? Maybe you guys can swap days back and forth. Maybe you can watch Irbe's children on Tuesday, Thursday while she works Tuesday, Thursday, and maybe she can watch everybody's children on Monday, Wednesday while you work Monday, Wednesday, like get creative. But I can almost promise you that you will be much more effective in your time if you have a dedicated work block and you're not just always trying to work in the cracks around the kids. And I know for me personally, like I'm a much better mom when I'm not trying to do all of the work things while my five-year-old is asking me endless questions about all the things. (laughs) Okay. My second tip is this, figure out your goals. Are you trying to work full-time? Are you just trying to work part-time and make, you know, a little bit of extra money? Or are you trying to make a full-time income working part-time? Why does that matter? Because your goals should dictate your plan. You shouldn't just be like willy nilly. Oh my gosh, I started a business and like throwing absolutely everything at it. No, like figure out what is the most important job you have in this season. If your kids are older, if they're like, you know, in their teenage years, like you have a lot more time to work than somebody with teeny tiny humans at home, right? Figure out your goals and figure out what's, what's realistic for you. Like I know that having big goals is really fun. Like ask me, I'm literally the queen of big dreams. <laughs> you can go back and listen to episode 14 about that because I am a huge fan of dreaming big. I always dream big. Like my husband laughs at me. It's a thing in our world. But you know, right now in my life, like I am not the sole breadwinner. Praise the Lord. My husband has a great job. So I we have specific goals like, okay, this is an income goal. This is an hours per week working goal. Like figure that out. Okay. And this goes right in with my third tip, which is to figure out what season you are in and how many hours of work works for you and your family and your business. Now I am not going to try to reinvent the wheel here. Chelsea Joe and her program systemize your life has literally been life-changing for me. And I don't say that lightly. I'm not the one that's like, oh my gosh, I got a new shampoo. Hashtag life-changing. Like that's not me. (laughs) Something has to actually tangibly impact my life, make my life better, make my husband's life better, my kid's life better. Like on more than just a, we had a good day kind of a scale. It has to be sustainably make things better (laughs) for me to say that it's life-changing. And when I say that Chelsea Joe's program, Systemize Your Life, is has been life-changing for my family and my business I mean it and I actually have an affiliate link in the show notes for that if you're like I need to know how to you know balance motherhood and home management in my business her stuff is so so good for that I'll I'll give you some tips that I've learned in there just because it's so integrated into my life and my work but figure out what season you're in and how many hours you have for your business so I have a really good friend she's a photographer She is just now pregnant with her first baby. She has built an incredible business. I, she's got such a brilliant business mind. 
Um, and I found myself like early on in my business. I'm like, why am I not growing? Like she's growing. I'm not a photographer, but just like, why is my business not growing? Like hers is. And then I was like, oh, well, duh, faith, like she's in a different season. She has different hours, different responsibilities, like different, all of the things. Right. And ultimately she's response. She is responsible for being faithful in this season that she's in. And I'm responsible for being faithful in this season that I'm in. And when we don't recognize the season that we're in, we are always going to be frustrated with where we are not. Now you can put that on t-shirt, yo. Like if you do not recognize what season you are in, you will always be frustrated with where you are not. So I have to regularly, regularly remind myself this season that I'm in and my priorities right now. Like I do not have, nor do I want to spend as much time on my business as I do with my kids. And that's okay. All right. Figure out what season you are in and how many hours works for you and your family. We have, listen, I have little kids, a five-year-old and a two-year-old. We are really active at church. We have other hobbies. I don't have 40 hours a week to work, nor do I want to right now. Okay. Figure out what season you're in and how many hours works for you and your family and your business. And if you're like Faith, I don't know how to do that. Like go listen to Chelsea Joe's podcast. Consider investing in her program. If you want to message me about that, like I'm happy to answer any questions I can and I'll be completely transparent about it. Okay. Okay. My next tip is this number four, spend your time where it matters most on your business and hint, it's not social media. So y'all have heard me talk about how I am a firm believer in building your business on ground that you own, AKA your website and your email list. Because if Mark Zuckerberg and the metaverse decided tomorrow that they don't like content creators who have white walls in the background instead of purple walls in the background and boom, you're done, right? Like if you've built your entire strategy on social media, which is ground you do not own, then somebody else gets to make the decisions for you there. Versus if you spend your time and effort building your business on your website and your email list, then you have that, right? And those, the algorithm for Google is much less finicky than the algorithm for Instagram and TikTok and Facebook. Actually, I know nothing about TikTok. Don't ask me about TikTok, but I do know about Instagram and Facebook. Okay. So spend your time where it matters most on your business, which should be your website and or podcast, which you should have a website. If you have a podcast, your website and your email list. And to do that, you really, really, really need to hone in on your keyword strategy because ultimately you want to get found online for the right words by the right people. And you do that with a keyword strategy. If you don't know what your keyword strategy is, if you have questions about what keywords you should be implementing, where you should be putting them, book a coaching call right now. The link is in my description in the show notes, because what I will do is I will help you figure out your keyword strategy and where to put those keywords on your website, how to create content around them and really spend your time where it matters most. Because when you really optimize your website and your messaging, then you're, you have a house for that analogy that's well built and a message that's well communicated. And even honestly, if your business is an MLM or you're in network marketing, however you want to phrase that, I am still a huge fan of having a website and ultimately building a business around you 
and the following around you and making the products and the company and the compensation plan secondary to that. Not that I want you to like go and screw over your company or like, you know, mess over the policies and procedures. Like I'm not saying do that. I'm just saying there's literally thousands of people who sell what you sell. If you're in a network marketing company, which is fine. I'm not bashing network marketing companies, but there's literally thousands of people who sell what you sell. The product is not the unique feature you are. So build your business, build your content around you and not just what you actually sell if you're in an MLM business. Okay. And spend your time again, spend your time where it matters most for your business, not just on social media. Okay. Now my next tip, number five is this ask for help. (laughs) If you, if you're married, which I think probably most of y'all are communicate with your spouse, like sit down and have meetings about your business, about where you see it going, about what you need to do to, to make it happen. My husband and I have regular conversations about my business, about growth, about what's where I'm at now, about what I need to do to get to the next step. He's very involved because we're a team. And that way, when I'm like, Hey, I need X amount of time to work in the evenings this week. It's not like, Oh my gosh, what do you mean you need time? It's like, no, we have these goals that we're working towards that we've communicated about. And when I ask for help, it's not like a big shock. Okay. And maybe your spouse is not able to do that. There's probably somebody in your life that you can do some tradies with having them help you watch the kids, or maybe you have them help you with something else. So you can watch your own kids and you spend a little bit less time on your business. Hey friend, I know you're trying to grow this business, but does it feel like it's not really going anywhere? Did you know that we can actually fix the back end of your business so that you have some great SEO? Did you know that we can repurpose your podcast, repurpose your blog, and help you grow faster? Did you know that was even an option? If you're thinking, oh my goodness, Faith, that would be amazing. Then head on over to faithhannon.com slash coaching or click the link in the show notes. In just one hour of your time, we'll get you a marketing plan in a box with the exact keywords that you need to be going for, how and where to implement them, and at least three months of SEO-focused content planned out for you. Let's get your coaching call on the books right now and get your marketing strategy headed in the right direction. Spots are limited, so don't wait. And I cannot wait to help you finally get the breakthrough you've been waiting for and jumpstart your business dream back to life. Okay, and on that note, my next tip number six is to invest where it makes sense for you. So a lot of times if you sit down and you break down, okay, my time is worth this many dollars per hour, maybe hiring a VA virtual assistant or a content writer or a copywriter or somebody to do the back end of your website build, like invest where it makes sense for you and where, what your income goals are and the income that you have coming in and the hours that you have to work, especially as a work at home mom, you only have so many hours in a week that you can work. And so maybe you're like, okay, I can pay somebody, you know, X amount of dollars to write all of my blogs for me. And then I just need to take, you know, two, three more coaching clients to compensate for that. Like whatever that is for you, like look at the dollar for dollar breakdown. And if you can save yourself, you know, 10 hours worth of work by hiring a virtual assistant at less dollars than maybe you're making right now, 
that's a great investment in your business, right? Like one of, honestly, one of my favorite investments is um, the Systemize Your Life Academy. Great investment for my business because Chelsea Joe in that walks through how to set up a workflow. And because of that, I'm able to be super efficient because my brain just doesn't work like that. Setting up workflows and systems is not my specialty, but it's hers and I learned from her. And now I have a kick booty system and workflow for my business because I learned that, okay? Another thing that I've invested in that I'm like so thankful for is my virtual, she's my editor slash a little bit of virtual assistant work. Um, She doesn't work a ton of hours for me, but y'all, I am a, not a good proofreader. And so when I have, when I have writing clients that I am doing the writing, I'm doing the copywriting or the content writing, I pay her to edit that because I'm like, I could spend, you know, I could spend five hours reading and rereading and rereading this thing. And I'm terrible at proofreading, or I could pay her and she proofreads it and fixes my 900 typos in like 10 minutes, because that's her strong suit very, very, very much worth the investment for me there. Okay. And maybe shameless plug, you need a coaching call to get your keywords and your long game lined out so that you're not going for these keywords that you don't need to be going for. Don't know how to do keyword research. Great. I do. You can pay me to help you do it and get further faster. Like whatever investments make sense for your business, it might be time for you to make those because as a work at home mom trying to grow your business, you really don't have time to learn all of the things and master all of the things that you probably need to know. And when you're at a place that you can make investments into your business to save yourself time, oh, it's amazing, amazing, amazing to invest into your business. Now I know that like starting out, nobody has like tens of thousands of dollars to spend starting out. Like I realize that's not realistic, but sometimes like the templates for Canva or the templates for whatever you're designing, like the $10 investment is worth it. Okay. So just sit back and think about what makes sense for you to invest in, in your business. Okay. And the seventh tip I have for you is this, I want you to repurpose content because if you are sitting down to post a social every single day and you're struggling to come up with ideas, twiddling your thumbs, scrolling for quote inspiration, AKA you don't know what to do. You are one wasting time and you are two working way, way, way too hard. And then if you're waiting until inspiration strikes to come up with something to post, you're literally never going to grow the way that you want to because inspiration is fleeting, right? And little tip for y'all, If you are a woman and you have a cycle, there are certain times of your cycle that you are more creative than others. Certain times that you have, I call it more words than others. And other times that you're great, better at planning. And other times that you're better at like executing and finishing the things. I, I could talk about repurposing content for a long time. I have the previous, previous podcast episode 16 is all about my repurposing strategy. And if you're like, teach me your ways, Faith, I have a freebie, please go get it. The link is in the show notes. It's, it is my exact guide, my cheat sheet that I put together on how to repurpose content. This is how I repurpose clients content. This is one of the things that people have paid me to teach them. And I'm giving it away for free because I'm so tired of seeing my fellow entrepreneurs struggle with content creation. So go grab that cheat sheet on repurposing content, because if you are not creating long form, high value content, and then repurposing it multiple times, you are one working too hard. And two, 
you're doing a disservice to your audience because they're probably not getting a chance to see it and absorb it all. Okay. Okay. My final tip I have for you today is this is to leave yourself a quote paper trail with links, videos, and mini tutorials because, <laughs> and, oh my gosh, side note, my student council slash leadership teacher in high school right now would be like so giddy if he could hear me say this because I'll just tell you the story. I, I, I don't really like being organized is not my nature. Like leaving the paper trail, like I'd like to just go do the thing and have the fun. I don't like to be the one making it all organized. Typically that's my nature. But in high school I had this class that was like student council slash leadership. And we did a lot of community service projects and his whole thing was like, you need to be organized and you need to leave a paper trail. And I'm like, meh, 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 meh because I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to leave a paper trail for the next person. I just wanted to do the thing and have the fun. And here I am like literally recording a podcast saying you need to leave yourself a paper trail because the thing that I found that in running a business or up leveling or, you know, batch working or doing all of these things that make a lot of sense and really do help grow your business. Sometimes there it's so long between when you do the thing and then do it again that you forget how to do it and you have to rewatch videos look up links like reteach yourself so when i say leave yourself a paper trail with links videos mini tutorials like literally write out the steps whether it is in your project management system or just a sticky note or in your notebook or somewhere like okay when i need to you know record a podcast these are the exact steps that i do these are the exact links that I click on. These are my passwords into these things. Okay. And eventually you won't need those. Eventually the things that you do will be so second nature. It will be so much easier the more you do it, but you'll waste so much time and get frustrated and potentially quit. If it's like, Oh my gosh, this thing takes so much time and I have to relearn it every single time. So know that it gets easier the more you do it, but then help yourself out and leave yourself a paper trail with whatever you need, whatever steps you need, like down to the minuscule details so that you don't have to spend time relearning how to do that thing, especially if it's something new or a little bit beyond like your tech level that you're comfortable with. Okay. Now I want to leave you with this encouragement. Remember why you're doing this. I know that motherhood and business are both hard at times, beautiful, rewarding, definitely a call from God for my life and probably yours as well. But they're both hard at times and they don't always coexist. Well, (laughs) I remember when I was like first starting out in business and like so much of the business growth advice I read or like the people that I followed, like it, it was, it was great, but they had, they didn't have kids or they didn't have small kids or you know, they just, they were in such a different place in life than me that it was really easy to get discouraged. And so I just want to encourage you don't get discouraged because your, the grace on your life is for your life. Your calling and your gift are for you. And so your progress is going to look different than somebody else's. Okay. Their gift and their calling and their progress is for them and your gift and your calling and your progress is for you. You are responsible to be faithful with your gift and they are responsible to be faithful with theirs. So don't compare, you know, you can learn and you can look and you can learn, but don't compare and don't get discouraged 
if you have a rough day or a rough week or you know your kid needs you a little more than you're expecting like remember why you're doing this okay and for me one of the main reasons why I'm doing this is I want to use my gifts and be faithful with what God has given me and show my kids that they can be faithful in all of the areas of their life in their home and their parenting you know and in the marketplace if that's where they're called so I just want to pray over you today. Okay. Lord, I thank you that you give them wisdom. Lord, in their parenting, Lord, that you would teach them how to raise and train their children in the way that they should go. And also in their business, Lord, that they would know, um, Lord, what the next step is, how to be faithful with this step. And Lord, give them supernatural strategies and downloads from heaven, Father, that they would be a light in the gift, in the areas that you've called them to be. And Father, I thank you for giving them people and a village around them who will help support them and help lift them up and and give them encouragement and lord i pray against the spirit of discouragement that would come upon them lord i thank you that you have given them a gift and a call that needs to be fulfilled that needs to be fulfilled for people to see the fullness of you and your glory in their sphere of influence and so father i just thank you for those things and ask that you would continue to draw them closer to your heart that they would know you more and they would seek your face in jesus mighty name amen All right, we'll talk to you next week, y'all. Thank you so much for listening in. Feel free to share this episode with a friend or five if you think it would encourage them to grow their business as a work-at-home mom or dad. Thank you so much for listening in today. It means the world that you tuned in. Hopefully this episode inspired you, challenged you, and left you feeling like you really can do the thing that God has called you to do, even if you needed that first. <laughs> if it did, can I ask you a couple favors? Would you please subscribe so you don't miss a thing? Share this episode with a friend that might benefit from it, and then just take 30 seconds and go leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. Not only will it bless my socks off to know that this is helping you, but it will help spread this message to more Jesus-loving entrepreneurs. Connect with me over on Instagram at faithhannon and find out about all the things courses, coaching, and copywriting on my website, faithhanning.com. Until next time, God bless, and I'll talk to you soon.